Hello, welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host with the most losses in the league. I am uh, Anthony Maldonado, joined as always by our uh, very bald commissioner, Taylor Strick. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I've been better. Yes. I'm joining you on the eliminated status, and I do not enjoy it. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. And for the only player who did make the playoffs who is hosting this podcast, we go to Brandon Murphy. How's it going? I'm um, I'm just loving fantasy football, you know, just reveling in how much I enjoy it and how, you know, it brings us together and just honestly, and, and it enriches my life. Good for you. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Um, nothing to add to that. <laughs> do, do we want to start with the worst things or the best things? Sorry, I'm oh. broken. Y'all know I'm broken. I'm I'm a worst thing first kind of guy. Let's so. do it. Um, I mean, here I'm I'm the downer of the podcast. The playoffs are here. Whoop de doo. That's the worst thing for me. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Murph. Here without you piss me off even more with your worst thing. Look, man, I, this my problem with, with Mahomes was after the game, and I, that's my worst thing. We're talking about the face of the league, yeah. a guy that has done more winning in the beginning of his career than just about anybody else not named Tom Brady, and he acts like the – like I'm starting – I used to be not like a like – a fan, like a Uber fan, but I used to be, you know, I didn't have a problem with him the way I had a problem with the Patriots thing, but that display of like just belly aching to the field and not even like outside of the going up and saying to Josh Allen, like horrible call, like, like you were going to well, win anyway. Murph, can you, the ones that don't pay that much attention, break it down? Okay. Yeah. 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 So the Bills Chiefs ended in the, you know, the Chiefs were down. I think there was, you know, under a minute or about a minute and change left, and they're they're on their side of the they're they're on the Bills side of the field going into score. They run a play deep crosser to Travis Kelsey. He's in between two of the Bills defenders when he catches it, gets a little bit of open space, pitches it to Kadarius Tony wide open. Kadarius Tony runs into the end zone, but there's a flag thrown on the field. And it's for offensive offsides, something you rarely see. I mean, I've, I honestly have never remembered seeing it called. And whether when I played in high school or watching college or pro, I've never seen it. Um, but uh, without question, Kadarius Tony's lining up a full like foot length ahead of the football. The football's even near a down a down line, so it's easy to see. And, yeah, they threw the flag, and Andy Reid and Pat, Patrick Mahomes are just like, even in the post game, they've gone back and kind of said their sorries, but they just griped about how we're supposed to get a warning, like, about this stuff. Like, they point at the, point at the referee and make sure they're lined up okay, the wide receivers are supposed to. But he was clearly offsides. Yes, I hate that the referees like threw it in such a pivotal time, but penalties are penalties, are penalties are penalties, and this one wasn't close. It wasn't a judgment call, and just seeing Patrick Mahomes, I mean, it it was just such a non-winner way to act. Like you're still in the playoffs, dude. You're still leading the division. I get it was against Josh Allen, but you've you've gotten him, and you know the play the the regular season don't even matter. 
Like, just it, it was just it was a very small way to act for Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of I think a lot of games that come down to that and it ends on a bad penalty or, or I mean, it's it's so cliche to say, but you can't blame the game on the very last like on a penalty. You can't you can't blame yeah. the like. I have Patrick Mahomes. He played like shit. Like I'm sorry, he did. The first yeah. half of the game was garbage. It was it was really bad. And honestly, the Chiefs' defense has been keeping them in games this year, not their yeah. offense. And uh, it just came to a head against the Bills. And um, I don't care if if you know that they played they played well enough in the second half to get down to to one score. Uh, but yeah, I mean. The one penalty is not what lost them the game. But, yes, Patrick Mahomes yeah. acted like my child does when I don't give him a lollipop. <laughs> yeah, I've always viewed him as, like, a good – like, I'm glad that he is the, the competitor we have to take down. Like, yeah. he is a mountain – like, the the pinnacle. So, But now I'm just like, dude, I, I kind of want to take him down because, you know, need to knock him down a peg or two, you know. It's just um, – it was really, it was really, it hurt to see, it It, it hurt me as, like, a fan of, like, him being a, a competitor and a Texas guy. Yeah. Like, uh, it, I didn't, I didn't like seeing that at all. And like you said, I mean, we all know that the NFL is a, I mean, it, it is every week, weekend, there are very few games where you're not sweating them out as a competitor. And even in the last couple of years, like, we see two scores, two touchdown scores are not safe in the fourth quarter. So you just you can't you can't blame it on I just don't think you can blame it on even though one last play nope. yeah if you if you narrow the game to those last two minutes last five minutes you can you can make it matter but what about the first five the middle five I just it was it was I mean I don't I don't get it I, I don't blame him I haven't ever reached that pinnacle of competition but like that snap judgment was was not a good look yeah all right Taylor. What you got for your worst thing this past week? Yeah, mine's more selfish and not uh, not about the league. But you said uh, not often that games come down to one play. My fantasy week did. Oh, so my buddy. Yeah, dude, I got that. So the, the whole same game on Monday nights, that was kind of bullshit. So I was going back and forth, whoever was on offense. So I was on the Dolphins. I got the little text update from Sleeper. 35-yard rush and a fumble from Barclays. Well, fuck. 35 yards. Yes. That's great. Go over and I start watching the replay. This motherfucker tripped himself, but probably at the 10-yard line, going into the, go the end zone, tripped himself. Because he wasn't touched, he somehow fumbled it himself because he wasn't down because he didn't make contact. Lost the ball. So... Not only did I not get the extra seven points for the fucking touchdown, I got the negative two that didn't come in. This really broke me. Didn't come in until after the so game. After ended. the game, yeah. Yes, I, I was watching Miami. I'm like, oh my god, I need one catch in yeah, two cause, yards. Yeah, because either way, you yeah, you were down <laughs> by like less than a point. It was point seven. It was point seven. I was so excited, and then I was like, what the fuck? Now I need forty yards. What just happened? So. Fucking, it was more, my original thought was about the rule, but it's just more about me being bitter and fucking Barkley burned me. Let's be so bitter that's together. That's what I obviously hate. Yes. What you, what you have? Fuck you, Patrick Mahomes. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's go to our best things. Murph, go ahead, man. 
Well, it wasn't a... It was a pretty win because Lamar got a bunch of points. But the... I mean, it, it's without question... I mean, I, I, I would put it on Lamar doing the driving down at the very end to send the Ravens to overtime with the touchdown to Zay Flowers and the two-point conversion. But I know Lamar's going to do that. I expect that out of Lamar. That's who he is. But Tylen Wallace, a dude who has been from the Ravens practice squad, I mean, every Baltimore Ravens fan that's paid attention to preseason or heard any practice rumors was holding their breath when they put him in for Devin DuVernay at punt returner. Like, just please catch the ball. Just please catch the ball. And then he makes a house call after a Rams and Ravens overtime drive stalls and takes it. I mean, it, it was uh, – he, he got a lot of he got a lot of Baltimore credit by taking that back. And uh, I've seen so many reactions from Ravens wired up players – just running, going down, like screaming as he did it. And um, fourth one in NFL history, another one happened earlier. I think it was the first game of the season, the Jets and Bills. Um, but, yeah, that, I, I loved that little stat. Like anytime four things have happened in the whole NFL, that was, that's, that was a really cool, special Ravens moment. And I just uh, – to ca- especially the high I was riding after, like I said, or after the – driving down in the Rams and it was a stressful game and driving down at the end and tying it up with Zay Flowers getting the octopus like oh it was it was incredible well the way that that game was going I mean of course that's how it was going to end like it it was going to take something like that for for, also props to Matt Stafford for having an underrated like fucking killer year like he's he's playing he's playing great and I like him being like like I said I pull for Texas guys and he's like been having an underrated year when he's healthy and I'm I'm a huge Sean McVay fan but dang it was not good it was not not good for the blood pressure yeah I bet um well I kind of piggybacked off of Taylor so we can all just kind of talk about it together but um I think our best thing was just how exciting Monday night was just for our fantasy group. We had what two games come down to Monday night. Technically, I would put four in that category. I yeah. I think there were some deci- decisions in my game coming down too. Exactly. Oh, like that's we true. Watching, yeah, it didn't look three. like it. Yeah, then Cody was coming back on Murph, and then I had a whole other level. And of then I, I couldn't believe that Matt came back and beat Corbin. I mean, I I was looking Within at it thinking, minute. okay, it doesn't matter if, if Charlie wins or not because Corbin's going to win, and he's got more points. And then Matt goes by and scores at the end, and Matt ends up taking the lead from Corbin. But it didn't matter because Taylor lost, and he, you know, that that's all Corbin needed really. Um, was a Taylor loss and his, him win, but um, it and, and he needed to score more points than him, and he was able to do that. So even though even though Corbin lost and Taylor lost, Corbin scored more points. If Taylor would have scored what four points was it? Four less than less than four points. And he had like six more to get. Oh, was it six? Oh, to get him, yeah. Well, no, if you yeah, would have won, he needed four. He needed four to get past me. Right, but if you would have won. Matt beat him, so all you needed was, like, three points to beat Charlie. That's what was extra wild, is there were three teams on the bubble. Me, Corbin, 
and Josh. Yes, and all and of and, and the conversation happening Monday night was crazy, and I love it. And that's what we're here for. That is Can, what we're I was here on for. the bubble. If the Dolphins hadn't scored a defense touchdown, I'd be sitting yeah, here with all the you. At the end, yeah, you would have been out if one of us would have actually won, and then fucking Hopkins would have gotten one more touchdown. That's what I was cheering fucking for. Fucking Hopkins, man. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that was. That, uh, that offensive, so not so called good. offensive pass interference, whoa, that was brutal. But, for but anyway, I fell night. asleep during those games, so I can't, I can't say sh- much. Like I thought they were going to be blowouts, and I've been watching replays trying to catch up. I, yeah, I was a actually, dog tired. Actually, pretty good, but you know, for, for staggering about forty five minutes next time at the same time on different channels. There was still a lot of, you know, it was it was actually a lot of fun. Like, YouTube TV does the split screen, so you can watch both games at the same time. So that's what I was doing. Oh, that would have been cool. I just need, like, a 45-minute stagger. 30 minutes. Like, just give me, give me some form of stagger so I'm not just, like, trying to pay attention to everything. Or in halftime at the same time, ugh. Yeah, I was yeah jump, that part jump, sucked. Jump, back and forth. How many yeah. Saturday games? I, I meant to, I meant to take a look at this earlier. I think there's earlier, three but coming up. There's three, but they're so we just they're, get they're staggered. So it's gotcha. one after the other after the other. <clears throat> you know the NFL; they're going to take advantage of that. Well, well was there I'm anything just else you wanted to highlight about Monday? Because I just thought it was so cool. Just it, how many games it actually came down to, how many scenarios could have played out, and most of them took all the way until Monday night. I don't thank the Titans for many things, but I appreciate them beating the fraudulent Dolphins and giving the Ravens the number one seed. Yeah, I'm going to vent a little on that. They had two minutes left. They were up by less than one score, and this personally affected me. They run it twice and then throw it incomplete, give the ball back to them, and that's how they lose. Like, come on. Personal vent because Waddle needed a catch right there. But anyways, back to the Monday. I mean, those, those three games that – the must-win games, all within five points, um, in all different styles. Like mine and Charlie's was the catch-up. Charlie was done, so I'm trying to catch up. Corbin's is the other way against Matt. Corbin's done. Matt comes and takes him on two Mostert touchdowns within one minute. It was – I'm still just geeking out about it. It sucks that I lost. I went into it, like, just watching it, thinking, okay, maybe there's a chance. And as soon as Matt took the lead – or the lead, I fucking had the pillow in my face, and Mel walked out. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, shut up and go. It was fantasy intense. football, bring in family. Yeah, exactly. Together. Priorities, important things. <laughs> I definitely feel like I should remember more, but this has been one of the, this was one of the wildest, like, last couple weeks I can remember. Yeah. No, this, this was fun. The only, uh, the only thing I didn't like is that I wasn't a part of it. So that, that sucks. But as for the league – as a whole, it was a lot of fun just to watch um, and and see everything happen on Monday night, really. Just come down to it. All the stressing. I think uh, Drew got the cops called on him or something. Like, I don't know. But um, just some, some crazy ending. I think Drew, Drew called his matchup with, like, ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. He was like, I'm done. He's like, ah, it's, it's over. There's tons of time left. Derrick Henry. As we'll see, um, you never know what will happen. So that's what they call in the business a segue. As we segue into 
last week's matchups. So, you boys ready? You got your 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 matchups, your pens and paper, got all your notes, because you know how mm. professional we are. Let me yes. uh, let, let me do a PSA while we're doing that. I still need I'm trying to do my dues. Blast them. Dues. Dues from four of you fucks. Yep, it's to the point where oh I'm my doing God. names. You know um, what? We, we are better than this. If you haven't paid your dues by playoff time, you should not be allowed in the playoffs. But in in everyone's defense, I haven't been asking. I always yeah, tell myself. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying that. I'm not. People should like still it. know better. Yeah. But we we should be better than this. Bunch of Pat Mahomes has got to freaking yeah. discipline him. Right. So I mean, I, I just I don't know. We're better than that. You know. Let's get the call out. Y'all are better than this guy. Some of us are. Four. Um, Henson number I'll one. Charlie, number two. You're not in this year. Corbin, that's a surprising one. Corbin and Dan. So, Dan, two Corbin, teams. Charlie, just, yes. And if you don't pay by this weekend, you're eliminated and I go back in. There you go. I like Corbin. it. Wow. <laughs> I like it. I still so don't have a shot to make the playoffs. Um, anyway, let's move on. So, Murph, you get first matchup. Chase is on the case, 117. Dad chokes, 76. Ah, buddy. So Chase outscored Anthony in all but one position and had three players go for 20-plus in Josh Allen, Mixon, and the Vikings D, while Anthony only got 15 apiece from Cornerstones, Mahomes, and McCaffrey. I mean, that's that's not going to do good for you there, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, you want to know the nail in the coffin? I know Taylor sees it. I, I think I could see it, a little smile on his face. No, oh, yeah. It's, it's, Kyle it's, Pitts, it's baby. Kyle Pitts, it's later man. today, yeah. It's later, Nicole. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a running joke throughout both leagues this week in the updates. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's great. Um, Taylor, you and I picked Chase. Murph, I don't know why. I don't know why you did it. I don't know why you picked me. <laughs> wild card. Wild card. That was a terrible thought wild. you were going to end on a high note, man. Yep, I ended on the lowest of low cards. Um, all right, moving on. Remember, I picked uh, what I needed to happen to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, you got Commissioner's Pet 110, Butt Buckerson 108. Yeah, this was a surprising one because Corbin was kind of crushing it, and Matt almost had no chance going into Monday night. But for those of you that didn't watch Miami, Mostert got like a five-yard rush. Kicked it off to Tennessee, who fumbled it, I think, on the kickoff return. Miami got it back. Mostert then got a 10-yard rushing touchdown. So two touchdowns within one minute, because I did go look it up. Within one minute, put him at 23 points to get in the lead, to knock Corbin out of the winning spot to get into the playoffs, even though he won by points, yada, yada. Um, But Corbin's Herbert with three, definitely hurt. Um, Debo Samuel on fucking fire with 30 points. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, And then Ingram. 27 from Evan Ingram, so that was a huge part of his. Matt was led by Mostert with those 22 points, and then, of all positions, Aubrey, Dallas's kicker, with 22 points. I hate this sport. So, Anthony's favorite. <laughs> Good for the kicker. Yeah, kicking him. I'm picking him first next year, apparently. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got the next one. Murphy's Law versus Hard R. Um, oh, and that last one. I thought oh, Corbin yeah. could do it, and I, it looked pretty good for me for a little while. Uh, but Matt came back. Taylor and Murph both picked Matt. Um, and this next one, Murphy's Law 124 to Hard R's 118. Um, Murph, great games from Lamar Jackson, as we talked about. 32 points. 
Um, James Cook, 22 points in that game against Kansas City. And then 13 points from Sutton in the flex. 12 points from the Dolphins D. Those are your, your big highlight players on the other side. Um, I mean, Cody he was trying to make a comeback. Um, he had a decent game from Kamara, still under his projected. Brock Purdy put up 22. That was pretty good for him. This Jalen Reed, man. Can't believe it. 16 and a half points for him. Only 11 for Kelsey. Hopkins was trying to make the comeback. 21, almost 22 points. Couldn't quite do it. Um, so Murph gets the win, gets into the playoffs, and it didn't mean anything for Cody. So good job there. All right, Murph. I despise I like fantasy that. sports. 134. And Lil Dan, 96. Well, Henson played a tight end that was out with injury and still won by 40. Thanks to uh, four players at 20-plus, led by Fields, 25, and the Saints D with 20. And Dan's only 20-point players remained on his bench, unfortunately, with uh, Brees Hall and uh, who else was it? I think he had Drake one more. London. Drake London. Yeah, Dan, that's not going to do well. But, um, yeah, so Henson, I think, might have had one of his best outings of the year. Was the best. And, uh, yeah, didn't even... Didn't even have points at his tight end position, so that's all great for him. Yep, and it guaranteed him not a first-round buy in the shit bowl. Um, so he has a chance to, you know, not go forward in that one. Um, all now. right, Taylor, out the ass. This was a fun one. Out the ass, <laughs> yes. 93, defeats this team has downs, 89. Ooh. Man, this is one of the another one of the Monday night dramas. Um, yeah, we had Josh, kind of like myself and Corbin, just needing the win to get in the playoffs, losing by four to uh, Mr. Drewby, who got his fifth win of the season. Um, Tua definitely struggled for Josh, only nine points. Um, Justin Jefferson finally back, and then gets injured and then gets what, in the first oh, quarter. Man, that was rough. Yeah, but he's got 3.7, so he got a little bit of points. Zay Flowers was hot. Ezekiel Elliott, which we'll touch on later, um, highest scoring player on his team, so that was a good pickup for Josh. And then Drew, he got a performance from Derrick Henry. Javante Williams, almost said Jamal. Yeah. Um, Joku, who's been a kind of a league slut, bouncing around, put up 24 points. And then, well, that kicker don't want to talk about. But, so, yeah, it literally it came down to uh, Hunter, Hen Hunter Henry, Derek Henry on Monday night that got Drew the lead to shit all over Josh. So, if you follow the text messages, I'm sure you saw it. It was a good time. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was <laughs> that was a crazy matchup. Uh, ending with another crazy matchup, we've got the sh uh, Repent Offenders, 96 to the Strictators, 93. Um, I mean – I'm surprised none of us talked about the Texans. That was just I did, terrible. I didn't I, want to talk about it, yeah. It, it, yeah, it made me angry. So, um, I mean, you take your weapons away from your quarterback, and this is what happens. Like, he doesn't have any of his starting receivers. has claimed more Texans than any other I know of as far as injury-wise. There's so many that go down. Like, yeah, we lost Nico, and then Stroud ended up going out hurt. And I'm pretty sure he's got a, a concussion. Um, but anyway. Uh, I just, just yeah, I don't Taylor's. think you can be upset at that. No, I, uh, yeah. It's 
It's never good. Besides, but it wasn't like long term. Y'all want to get a pick worse than fifteen? Why are you trying to make the playoffs? We because we can. <laughs> we we've got a decent enough team to make it. Uh, look, as somebody who picked around the middle of the first round for a long time, you you would you'd rather ha- not have those three wins. Yeah, well, I want I want to taste the playoffs again. Um, anyway, looking at Charlie's team, he played Derek Carr. Not sure why, but um, he did. Only got him eleven points. His big ones: Eckler finally showing up for a game, eighteen and a half points. Uh, DJ Moore with a huge game, 23.8 points. And that's basically all the big hitters. Uh, Tyler Lockett with almost 12. Um, so who was it on Monday night, Taylor, that 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 took you down? No, he was done. No, you were trying to catch I, up. Yeah, I was doing the catch up. So on the other side, we had, of course, Stroud, only scoring 3.5 points. He's um, the reason I lost. Yeah, and then you had Kyron with 12. Waddle and so it came down to Waddle and Barkley, right? Yeah. And they I mean, put they put Waddle put up almost eleven, and Barkley put up twenty-one. But again, had that fumble, and that's basically what did it for you. Um, but that what a crazy matchup. Um, <laughs> you lost to Charlie to not make the playoffs. <laughs> Shut up! I don't. <laughs> hey. Uh, it could be worse. You could lose to him to lose could, the championship. Yeah, you could lose to him in the championship, I guess. Um, but, I mean, nobody gets to lose to him in the championship this year. Um, all right. So Maybe the toilet bowl championship. Don't count your blessings. Or don't count oh. your chickens. Too many. All right. I, I already know what's going to happen. Um, all right. Looking at the league standing. So, Commissioner's Pet, number one, first seed, 12 and 2. Hard arse, number two seed, ten and four. Um, Chase is on the case. He jumped. He he leapfrogged Lil Dan for third seed at eight and six. Lil Dan at four seed, eight and six. Murphy's Lot five, or fifth seed, eight and six. And then Foot Buckerson rounding up the playoffs, six and eight, in sixth place, and just beating Taylor by a what? It's nine, ten points. 10 points. Um, and then in 7th place, we've got the Strictator. 8th place, this team has downs. Ninth place, Repent Offenders. I Despise Fantasy Sports in 10th. Out the Ass in, out the ass in 11th. Dad Jones in 12th. That sucks. Woo! I'm going to throw this year away so fast. <laughs> hey, do like Rex Ryan. Take a shoebox. Print out the standings. Put it in a shoebox. Go out in the backyard and bury it. Barry, I'm gonna burn it. Um, all right. Well, that's gonna bring us to the halfway point here of our episode. We're gonna go to our sponsor, our ad, and we will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Oh no, you've got that big test and completely forgot to study, or maybe you've got an important presentation that you've been putting off. Or your fantasy draft starts in five minutes. You have no idea what you're going to do. Well, worry no longer, friend, because we've got the answer to your prayers. Introducing Cody's Study Guide. With Cody's Study Guide, you'll never feel unprepared again. This magical guide will allow you to breeze through any tough obstacle life might throw in your path. But Anthony, you might ask, 
How could something this fantastic actually work? Well, after years? Yeah, years of research and practice, we've discovered the perfect eight-step program that provides perfect results every time. Step one, highlight only the first part of any presentation, draft, or test. The beginning is all that matters. Okay, uh, I forget steps two through seven, but luckily I remember step eight, which is the most important step. End whatever you're doing early. Walk out of the presentation while you're on your last slide. Don't answer the last few questions of your test. Fall asleep during the last couple of rounds of the draft. Because who cares about the ends of things? They aren't nearly as important as the beginnings. We know this sounds crazy, and people will call you crazy. But they won't be calling you crazy after you knock it out of the park. People will wonder how they failed to the sleeping guy. And you'll get to do it all again next year. So follow these important steps, and you'll be sure to get that raise, get an A, or more importantly, make your fantasy playoffs. So if you forget to study, there's no need to hide. You'll ace every task with Cody's study guide. Oh, look at the rhyme at the end. I like it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I love the this little little Dr. Seuss up in this piece. Yeah, we're, we're getting we're getting towards the end of the season here, so I imagine that's what uh, I imagine that's what Cody's thoughts look like or Dr. Seuss. Or oh, rhymes Seuss. in his head. Yeah. Like, how do you rhyme Camara with... Yeah, that's how, maybe that's how he uh, remembers who he's going to draft. Camara. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to have a blood of Mara, a blood and then of I'm going to draft Camara. I'm going to draft Camara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I, hopefully he'll use that next time. All right. Looking at last week's predictions records. Um, man, fantasy football is a crapshoot. Uh, Murph. Yeah. Uh, went the wow. worst he's ever been at three and three. Actually, that's probably not true. I think we've been worse than that. But yes. oh, I had some losing weeks. Sure. Um, three and three for Murph. He's at forty-four and twenty-eight. Taylor two and four, thirty-nine and thirty-three, and last in your hearts, the last in everything. I went one and five, and I'm thirty-six and thirty-six. If I can end the year on a winning record, that would be nice. Um, but I guess we'll see. Uh, all right, well, Murph, there's only four matchups, so you'll get two of them because there are four teams on by. Uh, so we could take a little bit of time with these. So you get I mean, the first matchup. It. Who's it going to be? Do you want me to lay them out while you're thinking? I mean, it is. It, no, I know which one I'm going to do. I'm going to, I mean, I'm obviously going to take a playoff one with my first pick, and I can only choose one of the two. So I've got to go chases on the case against Foot Buckerson. And uh, this is probably going to be my, would be my first choice anyway. Okay, so let's see what we got here. Looks like Corbin is still looking through some quarterback options. He's got Stafford on Stafford the bench. Stafford on the bench. Um, so we've got Josh Allen. For Chase, we'll see for Corbin, probably Stafford, but um, we've got the surprising re-emergence of Joe Mixon and David Montgomery against Josh Jacobs and Bijan Robinson. Um, Jamar Chase and Puka Nakua against Debo Samuel and Mike Evans. Kyle Pitts 
<laughs> against Evan Ingram <laughs> and Chuba Hubbard and, and Chase's flex against Deontay Johnson in Corbin's. And then you've got uh, Butker in the Chiefs D against Hopkins and the Browns D. So team team kickers and de- defense against each other here in the in the Chiefs versus the Browns. That's not nearly as exciting as I thought it was in my head. But I anyway. think he's gonna go. <laughs> I think if I, I mean, if I was Corbin, I'd I'd play uh, Chandler over Deonta Johnson. If I'm being honest, oh, Jacobs is likely not gonna play tomorrow night too. They're highly questionable versus Chargers. Oh, I forget that. Well, I mean, think and I. I just said, Puka has a good day. Stafford has a good day. I just don't know if that swings it enough to pick Corbin. Yeah, especially if Jacobs doesn't play. I mean, I know Chandler would get the bulk of the carries, but that that Minnesota running game hasn't been anything to, to, you know, write home about. I know. I just don't like Deontay Johnson. Well... It's, but, it's a tough ass going up against Chase's team. I mean, he's got a he's got a decent squad, and it pains me to pick the person with Kyle Pitts at their tight end position. But uh, other than that, I mean, I, you can't ignore what Joe Mixon has done lately. You yeah, know, without Joe Burrow, they're leaning on Joe Mixon, and yep. he's doing just fine. Um, and Jamar Chase still gets his. Puka, he looks like the number one there in, in LA. Yeah. All right, all right. You're right. You're right. I mean, it's, I don't love it's gotta be flex as much. You know, like the flex is kind of – they kind of – Hubbard's got almost 25 carries two weeks in a row. Don't count him out. That's true. And it's not like Atlanta's going to run away where they can't run the ball anymore. No, I'm I'm with I'm – with, yeah, the only thing that would balance this balancing it out is Stafford and Puka, but – I just think Chase has the better team, and Corbin does not have some great matchups and some questionable health situations. So I'm a Chase. Yep, my kiss of death goes to Chase as well. I unfortunately will agree. I was thinking it was going to be Corbin with how hot his team's been, but my biggest roadblock is Jacobs likely not playing, and we can't pick in the future. Um, Well... And then Hubbard and Chase's flex, I think, is a big plus. So I'm enjoy. Uh, Chase if Allen has a hard time win. against Dallas, it might be a bad day for Chase. But I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. All right, Taylor, you get the next one. Are you taking the next playoff matchup? Well, that's obviously more interesting, but let me see what we get. Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, let's do it. Of course. Those projections are tight. Well, I just assumed. Plus, it's these it's these two guys. It's it's Murphy's Law and Little Dan. You know. Um, all right, let's break it down, man. Look at the average points. Murph at one hundred two and Little Dan at one hundred seven. And look at the projections, though. They're right on their averages. Wow, that's nuts. Um, all right, quarterbacks: Lamar Jackson versus the very hot Dak Prescott. He is currently the number three quarterback. Uh, just because of how he's been playing lately. I know last week wasn't great, but 28 the week before, 32 the week before that, uh, down week against Carolina, 38 against the Giants. So, anyway, Jackson against Prescott. 
Running backs, James Cook and Jerome Ford against DeAndre Swift and Devin Achan. Uh, Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams against Brandon Ayuk and A.J. Brown. Uh, Jake Ferguson against George Kittle. And Rashi Rice against uh, Garrett Wilson in the flex. And then uh, McPherson and the Dolphins for uh, Murph. And Patterson and the Niners for Dan. Uh, we've got Brees Hall who's got that questionable tag. Looks like he was limited in practice today or Wednesday. Um, so, but Brees Hall on Dan's bench. Drake London on Dan's bench. You got Aaron Jones. And, yeah, Keaton Mitchell on Murph's bench there. Um, Do I start Rasheed Rice over Stephon Diggs? You would Oof, move Stephon Diggs out. Against Dallas, he's been having a bad time. No, I'm, I'm just talking, y'all. I mean, I would. I'm really worried about my wide receivers performing, and I feel like I feel like this could be a breakout game for Keaton Mitchell. The Jaguars allow the most yards against running backs in the past, and if they throw him, like, five passes, it's going to be a game. He's going to have a big day. That seems like a personal problem that you're going to have to figure out there, big dog. Yeah, I'm just talking. I know you are. Um, I'm just talking, and this is a this is a tough choice. I'm stressed. Yeah, I would be. Um, Taylor, you got any you got any ideas floating around? Fuck. Um, <laughs> I think AJ Brown. He hasn't gone off since week eight. I think he's very due. And against Keep your Seattle. voice down. He'll hear you. Yeah, I, th- I think I think he's going to play a big a big role this week. I haven't decided who I'm picking, but that's a big name that I think will affect it. And that would be a Monday night killer. Is AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift coming back to beat Murph? Yeah. Um. And I, I know like Dan had a though. Dan had a bad week last week, but it's so hard to go against him. San Francisco against Arizona. Woo! Yeah. Come on, Kyler. He's got the better matchups. I mean, Miami plays the Jets. You think Wilson's gonna have two good games in a row? Which I mean, y'all know who I'm picking, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know you're picking yourself. I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Dan. Oh. Okay, so I was torn, but strictly just based on Anthony's pick alone and his pick record, Murph. I'm joining you, I'm going Murph. Let's go, Taylor. Get on the bandwagon. Yeah, I was 50 50, but Anthony pushes it the other way. Get on the bandwagon. Everybody, I'm sorry for whoever I pick because it's the kiss of death. Yeah. All right, so we only got. At least I know one person will be pulling for my team this week. (laughs) We only got the loser bracket left. Okay? Now, I can't remember. Last year, did we pick who we think was going to lose and advance further into the loser bracket? Yes, because we yes. have the same talk. We okay. want the, the moving on. All right, I'm going to make a note in here or else we'll freaking forget. Um, so I get the next matchup, and 
Um, why not? Let's go The Strictator versus I Despise Fantasy Sports. Yeah, three hundredths of a point. <laughs> not like not only that. Earlier oh today, gosh. it was dead even. Oh my god! Matt texted me. It was dead even. To Look the at the average points. Taylor with 107.01 and Henson with 107.67. That's insane. Um, but I can't imagine. Well, let's break it down. It's, it's C.J. Stroud against Josh Fields. I can't imagine C.J. Stroud will actually play. Like I feel like the Texans will sit him. So, so you got oh, Joe Flacco. Yeah, don't do that today. Yeah, you got Joe Flacco on the bench, but. Um, Saquon Joe Barkley, Flacco. Saquon Barkley and Kyron Williams against Travis Etienne and Rashad White and Etienne limited in practice with a rib injury, so mm. uh, it looks like he'll he'll probably play. But uh, wide receivers: Jalen Waddle and Michael Pittman against Chris Olave and Devonta Smith. Um, Chris Olave misses practice on Wednesday with an ankle injury. Um, he, he did get hurt towards the end of that game, didn't he? Yep. Hmm. That's that's a new injury that he he missed practice with that ankle. So uh, gonna have to look at that one. Um, tight ends: Trey McBride against Dalton Schultz, uh, and Amari Cooper against Cooper Cup in the flex. How about that? Cooper Cup in the flex. And then McManus and the Jets against Jake Elliott and the Saints D. So, uh, on the bench, like we said, Joe Flacco for Taylor in case Stroud doesn't play. Uh, and Henson's got Murray on the bench over or under Fields, which makes sense to me. And then Jalen Warren on the bench in his running back spot. But, I mean, I don't know who he would play him over. So, If Olave got hurt, at least he has a good option. That's true. Well, up. Yeah, that's true. Or ATN. But I think I think Jacksonville's fighting. I think Jacksonville's fighting for their lives. ATN's gonna play, and I think it's the same thing with Waddle. Waddle's gonna play. Taylor, you gonna pick up a different defense? Dude, I'm pondering it. I haven't decided. I mean, Jets are Jets are really good. They could easily hold Miami to less than twenty points and get a couple turnovers. They scored thirteen against Miami in week twelve. 11. Dang. Yeah, they scored 13 against Miami in week 12. So that's pretty good. Um, yeah. Are the Jets, does Jets seem like a team that's going to bounce back with authority to you? Hmm? They might beat up on their division rival a little bit. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I'm torn. Undecided, Murph, to answer your question. No, I, I, I'm just, I, I'd be torn too. I def I don't think I'd drop him, but who I'm do you drop? I'm torn with this matchup, but it's tit for tat. Like I don't like end. that you're that you're probably gonna lose Stroud, and that you yeah. have to go with Joe Flacco. Hey, hang I mean, on, you're talking shit about Flacco. He split up almost 20, 21, weeks. 21 yeah. Don't you talk about Baltimore's favorite son like that? That's, yeah. <laughs> um. But. I mean, Henson has problems too. Like yeah, if Shroud doesn't play, Dalton Schultz is gonna Dalton Schultz play doesn't play or doesn't play well. And then, I mean, heck, if who does he play? I don't know. I I don't. I think Taylor's got the highest floor and maybe the highest ceiling too. 
So then I'm I going am Taylor. picking. Don't pick me, Anthony. Don't I am picking Anthony. Taylor to win. <laughs> yes. So Henson to move on. Oh yeah, so Henson to move on. That's, that's I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Henson, you're losing. <clears throat> I can't believe how uh, it's kind of been sneaky, but Rashad White, he's the fifth best running back this year. Man, he's been get, he very, gets work. Very under the radar. So Taylor, it's, it's I I got him in a lot of leagues. Who pick, oh, so this is his game. Oh, yeah. I will be uh, doing the last. This team has downs for pin offenders, right? It's my pick. Well, hold on. Did Taylor, no, did hang Taylor on. make a pick? Yeah, I didn't. Oh, did sorry. Yeah. I went with uh, Henson's moving on. You're going to win. The, you're going to win. But Henson's moving on in the toilet bowl. Uh, I'm going to go. go the same. I think I'll pull it You're going to say you're going to lose, buddy? No, I'm going to say the same. I'm going to win. Yeah. Henson move on in the bowl. So, oh no, I won't see you. Taylor, it would be so much fun to play you in the t- in the ship bowl it championship. It would not. It would be fun. Oh my, I, I would. Oh. <laughs> regardless, that that'd be a great episode. It's gonna even be if I don't Drew. make it further in the playoffs. Put that evil on me. All right, last matchup. Uh, this team has downs against repent offenders um two crappy teams and that's me saying it uh the projections have josh winning by 10 but the average points are there's a difference of like a point in favor of josh so quarterbacks two attack of iloa against Derek carr uh jameer gibbs and ezekiel elliott versus singletary and austin eckler justin jefferson and Zay Flowers against Tyler Lockett and DJ Moore. Sam Laporta against TJ Hawkinson. Najee Harris against Chris Godwin in the flex. And then Sanders and the Falcons D versus Youngway Koo in the Steelers D. Uh, looks like Josh has Marquise Brown on the bench. He's got Downs on the bench. And... Charlie's got really no one on the bench. Say what y'all want. These are some badass tight ends playing against each other. They are. I was going to say showdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, But uh I think I'll, I I think this is an easy Josh right here. Uh I think Elliot's got a uh, Zeke's got a big week against Kansas City. The only route I see Charlie wins if Eckler puts up 50. They throw him like fifteen yeah, he, passes. Uh, he hasn't, yeah. I, and I'm basing it off of. I mean, I know he just scored eighteen points, but before that, I mean, three straight games of. Well, I'm seven, thinking seven stick. Old stick's gonna be in there, so they're gonna hand the ball off a lot. But and they're probably I, I, if That's I was true. if I was old. Uh, former Cowboy offensive coordinator, I'd throw the ball to Eckler a lot. Yeah, and they very well might do that. Um, and and for Josh, I mean, he's got Stevenson, if Stevenson does come back. No, I just think but I mean, even if Jefferson gets, like, limited work, I think Zay and Laporta are going to be – I don't know. I think Detroit 
playing the Saturday night game. I think they, you know, at home, Dan Campbell does what they do best. They throw it to Laporta. They give it to Gibbs and Singletary. So you're picking Charlie to move on? I'm picking Charlie to move on. Taylor, what about you? Yeah, I was leaning the same way, but I've got to go against Murph at some point if I want to move up a game. I know. I, that's kind of what I'm thinking, but I'm like, do I do I want that pick to be my brother? I know, yeah, exactly. I don't that's have much kids. faith in this team, but, I mean, I didn't have much faith in him against you, and somehow that happened. So, mm. um, And like Murph said, Eckler could go off. Um, could. Philadelphia. That's the only way Charlie wins. Philadelphia and Seattle could be a shootout, and Lockett could get something. DJ uh, Moore has been great the past what, at least last game was it before that? Yeah, he's playing oh. Cleveland. Yeah, he's the number six true. receiver. Damn. Yeah, that's why well, he is number six. Well, he had well, yeah, but he had forty five. So take that into account. Fields has been playing better. It's too, like an right? extra game. I know it's against Cleveland, yeah. so that's that's the tough part there. Hawkinson against Cincinnati. That's a great matchup for tight ends. Um, Cincinnati's the their safeties are like their strongest part of their defense. I don't know. I I I'm I'm just being devil's advocate now. I'm I sorry. I just think I think you know what? Screw it. I'll pick Charlie to win. Well, Blood is thicker bitches. than fantasy. I'm I'm I. I've sucked at picks this year so far. Let's just keep that train a-rolling. Josh moves on. Well, on that note, I'm going to choose Josh to win and Charlie to move on. That's probably the smarter pick. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for matchups. I like that your drive to uh, not lose to Anthony in picks is stronger than your drive to catch me in picks. (laughs) Well, if he picks... And I gotta go opposite. I've got a better chance if I go against Anthony. Oh, I gotcha. I mean that uh, that is better odds for sure. I mean Taylor, you went with Murph on every pick. I did. It felt gross, but yeah, he's been doing all right. It felt gross. <laughs> it's gonna be the grossest five and zero I ever go. <laughs> That'd be impressive considering you can only go four and zero. But oh, I'm sorry. I subtracted one. I got Math. close. Um. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Waivers, trades, no trades. Waivers, pickups, movers and shakers. Taylor, what you got? This was a nice short one. Some big moves, but very uh, very few. Um, some bluebirds. I don't know if I've heard of that in the IT some nice industry. Short. Ones. That was our high dollar December big budget spin. So we had one of those with Josh. Coming in hot for Ezekiel Elliott. I imagine that was his whole budget, but I didn't care enough to look. But he paid $43 to grab him. Um, ended up being huge because Elliott did get 22 points. I think it's whatever yeah. it down. Um, so this does go in the winner category. <laughs> yeah. But he also lost, so it didn't do much. The only other bid was myself at zero because I had no money. So big spend. Well, it's just a big spend in the win. Our uh, winners, <laughs> Chase grabbed Kyle Pitts to shit all over Anthony. Um, up to this week, Kyle Pitts has had only two double-digit weeks, 
And naturally against Anthony, he has his best week of the season. Gets a touchdown and puts up 13 points, which, again, is sad. His best week of the season was 13 points. So, good pickup, Chase. Mm. Help beat Anthony, except he won by, like, 50, so didn't yeah, it, much. It didn't yeah. matter. It just hurt a lot more. <laughs> it did. It's just insult to injury. That is great. This season. Oh, man. Um, Chase again with a winner. Picked up the Vikings defense, putting up 21. Two good pickups. Um, losers. I don't know if y'all picked up on this earlier, but I fucked the shit out of myself on Sunday. I originally grabbed Isaiah Likely as my tight end because McBride was on bye. Got cold feet. And having Stroud, mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Brevin Jordan, Devin Jordan, whatever his name is. It's like, okay, pair him with Stroud. We got Tank Dell out, no more targets. So on Sunday, I dropped him. Well, Isaiah likely got 17 points with the touchdown, and Jordan got five. So 12-point swing, I would have won this week. So I will be the And you would have been in the playoffs. I would have been in the playoffs. That decision fucked me. I mean, Stroud's injury fucked me, but... That one I couldn't have. No, no that see. decision. Yeah, no, it that decision you made. It, it wouldn't have mattered. Hey, quit shitting on me. All right? I, already, I already said it. I'm right? sorry. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. I'm sorry. I'm, I've but ridden the likely thinking, train before, and it's not fun. So I bailed on I made two decisions this week that cost me, like, actual playoff <laughs> spots. So I, I feel you. That's why I said that. Because yeah. I'm like, damn, that wasn't bad luck. That was just me making the wrong fucking decision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Drew B with our weekly kicker fail um, dropped Lutz with Denver who put up six and added Gay who missed the only two kicks he got so negative two points for your kicker that's terrible and Drew B (laughs) Drew B again dropped Trevor Lawrence for Jordan Love Love got 10, Lawrence got 20 not a terrible pickup because Love has been good but Lawrence has been hot um 25 points, I think, each of the last three weeks. So, kind of a risky pickup. It did not work out. All right. And that's it. Only a few entries. That's it. Well, we're getting close to the end of the season. So, it's going to be, you know, fewer fewer pickups here and there. We, I mean, we got playoffs. We only got three weeks left. That's uh, so sad. Only three weeks left of, of us talking every Wednesday night. You know? <sighs> yeah, well, know. it's going to take that long for me to miss y'all to the draft. True. Um, my wife's celebrating. But nobody. Uh, you know, I think Is that right. clapping I hear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be. Um, all right, let's move on to our best ball breakdown with Mr. Brandon Murphy. Wow. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. I can't wait for this one either. Yeah, sorry. The top scores this week were uh, myself leading the way at 139 points, Cody at 127, and Britt at 124. For the season, Taylor comes in at 17.72, Chase at 16.95, and myself at 16.86. The matchups this week, me versus Taylor, Kyle Pitts, 13, couldn't stop the tight end list, Murphy's Law, and pull-out champ goes down 139 to 114. Cody versus Josh. Josh was let down by a QB half his size, with Bryce Young putting up seven points against Stafford's 30 for Cody. Jay Walsh goes down 127 to 113. Britt versus Tony. <laughs> Refreshing depression smashed Anthony's meatballs 124 to 68. 
The uh, depressed one had all but three players over 15, while Anthony only had two of his team of meatballs over 10. Drew versus Justin, in out, or, uh, out the ass benef- benefited from Mudbutt's lacking unit and pulled out 115 to 100. Henson's cubulous tour looks to end in the toilet bowl glory. Matt versus Chase. Matt took down the Baiters 111 to 99 thanks to stellar outings from Njoku and Debo, 27 and 30 respectively. Chase had no players reach 25 and only two over 15. Corbin versus Charlie in the Sharp matchup this week was only the closest in which Gooch Lice was king of the bottom feeders, 107 to 104. This matchup of mediocrity was called when Charlie had twice as many single-digit starters as Corbin. So the final standings for the best ball this week, or this year, sorry. Taylor led the way at 10-4, and four, followed by Gooch Lice. Taylor scored 177, like I said earlier, 1772. Uh, Corbin was, Jesus, Corbin was 130 points behind. Taylor, you had a great year, man. Good, good job. Yeah. There were four teams in total at ten and four. Corbin was followed by Drew, and Drew, and and then fourth was Matt. Fifth, damn! I can't believe there's ten, four teams at ten is, and four. I was gonna say that is wild. I I really did not look at the standings, and I was just looking at points earlier. Jesus, four teams at ten and four. Well. Charlie rounded out fifth at eight and six, and then myself and Josh were seven and seven at six and seven at six and seventh, and then Chase was six and eight at eight and alone. Jesus, this is like a bunch of repetition, like a fucking (laughs) rot, like horrible brain teaser. And then Anthony, you actually didn't get last in this one, but you got ninth at five and nine, followed by Britt also at five and nine. Cody and Henson rounded the tam the damn first uh, the inaugural best ball tournament out at three and eleven. So the uh, playoffs. Let's see how they're gonna go. Gotta pull the damn thing up again. I close it out. Well, we've got Taylor and uh, yeah. Corbin on by. Yeah, Taylor. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I was looking at the wrong one. So Taylor and Corbin got the buys. Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, You're already looking at it. You have Murph against... uh, Murph is the sixth seed against Drew in the three seed. And then Matt in the four seed against Charlie in the five seed. Uh, Down on the loser bracket, uh, Henson and Cody got the buys. They moved on. You've got um, Josh and Britt. Josh the seventh seed, Britt the tenth seed. And then Chase, the eighth seed, against me, the ninth seed. I'm in the loser right. bracket in both of these. That's fantastic. Oh, I'm sorry. I made you do that. Let's, but, yeah, uh, I couldn't, let's I couldn't get the uh, best, ball, best ball playoff to come up. I should have wrote the, the damn playoff bracket out. But what are you going to do? It's the, la- it's the last one before the playoffs. We're a professional podcast. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I think that's it. We did it. Playoffs, gentlemen. I believe so. Playoffs. Playoffs. Only one of us is excited about it. I don't even know if I'm excited about it, especially after looking at the matchup this this week. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, be a tough one for you. We're gonna be back next week to break it down the first week of uh, playoff matchups. So, until then, thank you everyone for listening, joining us. 
uh, Murph, Taylor, thank you as always for coming on and talking with me. And uh, we will see you all next week.